Welcome to Third Church's T3 Family Podcast. T3 Family Podcasters, we can't wait to spend time together with you today. We wanted to make sure that you were aware of a schedule change for our podcast this summer, and then we will head into today's topic. So this summer, we are going to release one podcast a month. Each podcast will be led by one of our staff members, and they will talk about their area of ministry. You will hear from either Brett, Chrissy, or Shannon this summer on specific topics having to do with their area of ministry. But today... We have invited a couple in to talk to us about how we can engage our families differently this summer. We have specifically asked them to talk about how to engage faith, family, and fun with our kids. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I can hear summer portrayed in a lot of fear oftentimes. What are we going to do with our kids for three months? How do I keep my kids entertained or distracted enough so that they don't get bored or they don't bother me? Our hope is that we can look at our time with our kids a little differently. God has entrusted us with unique kids, and we want to be people that steward and celebrate the uniquenesses of our kids. We also want to promote faith, family, and fun. So friends, would you take a few minutes to introduce yourselves and your awesome family to us? You bet. So I'm Jamie Schiffrell, and this is my husband, Tyler Schiffrell. I'm Tyler. We have three little ones at home. So Grayson is eight years old, Benson is six, and Anna Lynn, our little girl, is three years old. Okay, what do you love about your kids? So much. So Grayson, our eight-year-old, he is our junior engineer. We love all of his questions so and how fun. his mind is constantly going. And he is just curious about the world, and he, he loves people. So we like to see how that comes together and how he interacts with the world. What would you say about Gray? Yeah, I think... Can I even start with Jamie? So Please, like, as I look yeah. at our kids, like I am... So I met Jamie in 2009, actually through an event here at Third, actually. And so I, when I met her, from the day I met her, I have never met such a confident, um, wise woman of God. Wow. And, mm. and so then as now that I am a dad, getting to see those things in our kids and in her build those things in our kids, just as a dad and husband is, is unbelievable. So as we look at Grace and like Jamie mentioned, what yeah he's 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 our he's our oldest. He's such a he's he's outgoing. He he wants to be engaged. He wants to be involved, and I just love that about him. And so he and I actually have a lot in common, like That's awesome. as far as just how God has wired him, yeah. which is fun to see. And then as we look at Benson, there is something about Benson. Like I have an extreme soft spot for Benson. Okay. Like he he is. He is quiet and brings that confidence that Jamie has. I love his confidence. He's confident in who he is mm. and, w- and what he wants, even as a six-year-old. Mm. And so I just love to see that. And just as a dad, like my second son, like I have such a soft spot for him. Like I just love him so much. I don't know anything you want to add on Benson. But. Well, with Benny, too, we have a friend that calls him Big Heart Benny. Oh, I and love that. And I feel that. like it's just the perfect description for him because he is he's so kind. He just is a kind looking out for his little sister looking out for his big brother wow you know both boys had baseball last night and benny really wanted to get through his practice so he could go and cheer on oh Grayson. i love that yeah and that's just his big heart he is just kind and then we have anna lynn so to have two <laughs> boys and a girl um yeah to, to to be the dad of a little daughter is super special mm-hmm. and so so anna um yeah definitely outgoing loves to be engaged in the middle of things and then as you're 
the the youngest and chasing after your two bigger brothers. She just is is all about being involved and in, in doing what her big brothers do. Yeah, she has no idea how little she is because in her mind she can do anything, anything her brothers wow. can do. Wow, <laughs> that yeah. is so great. Yeah, which is so cool because your boys in particular, I feel like, will include her. You know, like they won't be like little sis, get away. You know. Maybe someday, but yeah, yeah that's yeah. sweet. And I think part of that is Tyler has always told the kids, Tyler has an older sister, and all through high school and through college, she always included him okay. with her friend group. They, it was like, you know, they're a team, they're together. Yeah. And so we talk about Team Schifrol, and they're, you know, we look out for each other, and they're, they're really good about playing together, and, and then they have those moments, but they, they are good about looking out for Anna, and like our trampoline, you know, we have a little step stool so you can get on there, but it's not always out there. Right. So we'll we'll look out the window and we'll see them. They're sh- they're lifting her up there and Aww. getting on the trampoline. That and, is so sweet. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Okay. So Tyler, you shared a little bit about Jamie. Jamie, you want to share a little bit about Tyler? I do. Yeah. So it was through third. It was on nine nine oh nine the day that we met, and what I love about Tyler is that he is really consistent. Hmm. I always know what to expect from him, Mm -hmm. that he is always there for me. He's always there for our family. He wants the best for us. He works hard for us. He supports us. He's an encourager and he's a learner. So I know he's just consistent. He's, He's going to be there for us and he's always on my side. I think that's beautiful. And how much, like for both of you, for you to honor one another and for you to see the confidence and the love of Jamie and then the the beauty and the consistency, how secure that has to make your kids feel. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that's really cool for them to encounter the Lord in that. Well done. It is a gift. Thank you. Okay, so a year ago, everything was a little different. It was COVID. Things felt different. Our family in particular really loved the uniqueness of COVID and that it brought us out of our normal schedules. And so it allowed for us to have extra time together, which we hadn't experienced ever, if I'm honest with you. They were used, the girls were used to me or Mike traveling. And so for us to have no mission trips, all meetings canceled allowed for some really sweet time. So we love that opportunity. We have since found out not every person has loved the opportunity, but it was unique for us and we really cherish those moments together. So for Mike and I, we are trying to be mindful of our schedule in light of what we learned during COVID. And so this summer we thought, man, what does this look like? And summer is such a great opportunity because it looks a little bit different than during the school year, the busyness of the school year. And so that's part of the reason why we invited you two in to speak is we wanted to learn from you. What are you guys mindful of in regards to planning your summer, especially when it comes to faith, family, and fun? Would you guys tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I think one thing to, I guess, um, to preclude this is just we're still learning. We have so much to yeah, learn as parents sure. and what that looks like. And so we have our our story and the things that we're trying to do. The awesome thing too, and, and maybe we'll talk about this later more, but just the amount of the number of mentors and things we've had to model this and be able mm. to ask questions of yeah. has just been unbelievable. So we're we're still in this journey. We're still learning what this looks like and, and how to navigate this well. But I do think, Allie, to your point, 
everybody has their, their COVID story, right? right we all right. have, we're living in that season. And last summer was a similar experience for our family. Okay. And, and granted, we're also in a younger, um, our season of life is different yeah, than a lot right. of families, right? That's actually if, really good to mention. Yeah. For, for younger kids, like, like yep. we have, um, it, it is different. And so we weren't in the, you know, high school kids getting right. things canceled. And, and so it was just more time at home as yeah. a family. And so we, we were just like you guys, we cherished that time. That was really, really special to be kind of forced into a unique, season where you're home more, where you're investing in each other more. So that being said, how can we utilize that and look forward to this summer or right. the future? What does that look yeah. like for our families individually? And I think one thing that's important is you are going to have time for whatever you make time for. Yeah, that's good. So how do we invest as, as a family in what's important to us is because there's a lot of things that are not bad things, like right. going to a sports sports event and doing sports, not a bad thing. Doing music, being home as a family, all these are good things, right. but you only have so much time for them. So what does it look like to invest as a family in what is important to us? And, and how do you balance that with giving yeah. your kids opportunities? But yet for us, something that's important is being home and eating supper together. Okay. And so as we were just on the front edge, mind you, of activities. So Jamie mentioned baseball last night. Yeah. Grayson has first practice. Benson had his first game. So we are mm-hmm. splitting already and right. dividing our time and trying to navigate that. Um, and so we didn't supper at home. Well, supper was on on the road. Jamie packed us lunches. And so, so you get that time on the road. So what does it look like to balance that time as a family? And so, yeah, not easy to do, but being mindful of we have time for what we make time for. Yeah, that's a good word. I love that. You have time for what you make time for. Mm-hmm. It's true because... Anything can take up our time, but the things that we value, we will make the time for. That's good. And I think a piece of that, too, is uh, we took a a parenting class um, with with Carl here at Third a while back. And it was it was based on on the book, 14 Biblical Parenting Principles. Yeah, that's right. And David Tripp. Yeah, David Tripp, Paul David Tripp. And that in that book, it was really, really eye opening for us. One thing that he mentioned in that book is oftentimes how we are parenting our children a lot of times is what God is working on in us as wow. parents. Wow. And so I think it's very similar in how we invest our time. Yep. So again, is it is it bad for me to sit at home and, and watch TV every evening? Every evening, maybe. But is it bad to watch TV? No. Right. Is it bad to go to baseball games? No. But what am I modeling as a dad, yeah. as parents? What are we modeling? And do we, is that what we want our kids to look like when they become yeah. parents? And so it's, it's a good um, check for me personally, like what, what is important to me? What mm-hmm. am I modeling? And then look at my kids. What are, what are they doing? What yep. does that look like to them? What's mm-hmm. important to them? So it's really fun to utilize them maybe even as a mirror on, on what, what is God working on in us? For sure. And how can we grow as a family? I think one thing that comes to mind too is just being transparent with our kids about this is something that either dad dad made a mistake in this mm. or god's really working on this in me yep. like this is not something i don't know if i'm doing this right we say right. that a lot to our kids especially as they're getting older we're like you can always ask us why we make right. a decision we that we do wow. and, and we want to be able to explain that to you and there's a lot of times we'll say i don't know if this is the right decision or not mm. i know this is not making you happy right now this is not what you would pick but this is what we think mom and dad mm-hmm. what mom and dad think is best mm-hmm. this is what we're going to try wow yeah i love the humility in that like even the statement of we don't actually know if this is right, but <laughs> together we're trusting that the Lord's leading us mm-hmm. in this yes. and, yeah. and that it's okay for you to ask us questions though. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. And Tyler mentioned we've had great mentors and yeah. we, we love to learn. And so we always like to ask people, 
advice. And one bit of advice was to always be a student of your spouse wow. and to be a student of your children. Yeah. And COVID was this incredible opportunity to really right. study our kids and to know what makes each of them individually tick. Yeah. And Grayson being the oldest and being really social, you know, we kind of knew what made him tick. But we were several months into COVID of being at home before I realized, like, in the afternoon, all of a sudden, Benson and I were really crabby. (laughs) And it was because we're more introverted and we needed a little bit of quiet time and space. Yeah. So we learned that about Benson. I learned that, was reminded what I knew about myself that I needed that. And then Anna Lynn being two and now three, learning more, too, about her preferences. Mm-hmm. So being students of our children last year. Right. Now, as we're planning family activities, we're really mindful of how much do we go, go, go. Right. And when do we need to stay home? And there are times when we divide. Yep. So Tyler trains horses and does some other things. And if we say, okay, who wants to go with dad to the barn tonight? We've got two that are in the truck instantly. Okay. <laughs> and then if, if our more introverted Benson, if he wants to stay home, that's okay. Because yeah. Benny and I can stay back and we might not even talk to each other for that hour that okay. they're gone. Yeah. We'll just both have a little quiet time. Yep. Or we'll sit and he loves to read books. If okay. we will read to him, he's, yep. he's so happy. So we, we took that COVID time to really yes. get to know what are their preferences you know, Grayson's very hands-on. He wants to do anything that Tyler's doing. He wants yeah. to be right next to him. And Benson is really physical. Okay. So for Christmas, we decided, okay, what would be particular to Benson that he would enjoy? Yeah. So we got Climb Iowa oh, gift cool. cards. So a indoor rock wall climbing. Yeah, that's right. And it is so up his alley. Yeah. And we're glad that COVID kind of gave us that chance to yep. see what, what makes him tick and how do we make, you know, Tyler mentioned, we're really mindful of that second son, especially. Yes. You know, he's not the first to do things. So what, what are, what are his unique things? What did God, how did God make him so right. special and how do we build that up? So we've, as we plan our summer, we try to think, okay, each of the kids, what, what do they enjoy doing? Yeah. That's super cool. Okay, so you have both mentioned this, the mentor piece. So one of the things I have always observed of you as a couple is you are willing to ask for help. And you're willing to ask questions of like, please teach us. Mm -hmm. So how do you find mentor couples, whether they are like specifically mentoring you or just older couples you look up to? What characteristics do you look for? How how did you go about doing that? How did that become a value for you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I think there's, and we talk about this at third a lot, I think there's a big community piece in yeah. that. So as, as we interact with friends in our community and, and people at church, I think there's an observation. The reality is there's an observation piece in this. Mm. Who who in our lives is modeling a godly life that yeah. I want to be more like? Yeah. So as we look at ultimately, we want to be like Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. We want to, to love God and love others well. Yep. And as I look around me, I can pick out people like, there's something about you that you know Jesus and you are uh, very, very much you, you know, as close to Jesus as I've, I can see. Or I, I see all these characteristics about Jesus in this person, wow. whether that's a parenting or their faith or whatever. And so to ask those questions... Part of it is, I think we're both learners. We, yeah. we love asking questions. There's, I think the reality is there's a humility piece in that too. 
it's okay not to not to know. We we don't know all the answers. Whether right. that be about our faith, about parenting for sure, about our marriage, and so how can I surround myself with people that I can ask those questions and they can speak life into us about those things? And as we observe people and we want to learn from them, it's not a lot of like formal sit down. Mm -hmm. You know, there isn't a lot of space to sit down and quietly do that. When you have kids, you don't have a lot of quiet moments Mm -hmm. and it will be quick conversations after church Mm -hmm. or it will be neighbors that we used to live by that we call our neighbors for life Mm -hmm. because when their daughter just graduated and their kids were our kids' ages when we lived by mm-hmm. each other. And we saw the great relationship mm-hmm. that they have with their kids. Yeah. And so we'll ask them questions of, you know, how are you investing? What are you doing? And they'll tell us the stories of, here's where I wish I would have done this a little wow. bit different. Yeah, that's right. And people are really willing to wear, to share their yeah. stories. And so we love just to learn from them. Yeah. And we're really grateful too. We both have incredible parents yeah so we've got good relationships with our parents and we can talk to them about you know we we look up to you and we want to be like our parents and so how do we turn that around make that a legacy thing that carries on to the grandchildren as well that's beautiful that's beautiful the great thing about that too is is not everybody has the story where our parents perfect. Absolutely not. Did they make mistakes? Absolutely. But yet to Jamie's point, we, we love just sitting with both of our parents and visiting about life, about parenting, mm. all these things about why did you do when, when we were growing up, you, you did this and that really, it, it, it didn't mean much to me then, or even it, it irritated me when I was a kid or whatever that is. But now as a parent, I look back and just think, wow, that was super wise. So learning from our parents, which is just what a blessing, but not all of us have that story. Right. right? And so the, the awesome thing is, as we surround ourselves with community, we can all look around our, ourselves and see where are those parents that we do hope to become. And to Jamie's point about the legacy piece that we hope to carry on in our families, maybe you're a part of a family whom you hope that you can maybe parent a little bit differently than you were parented right, and you can start right. a different legacy. That's right. Yet even, even if you don't come from that legacy, yeah. which is the beautiful thing about grace in that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, so that's part of like my husband's story, if I'm honest mm-hmm. with you, where his legacy from his parents, it was actually a place that he wanted to cut off. And that's part of my dad's story. His legacy from his parents, it was a place he wanted to cut off. And Mike found out with studying his name that he always took the junior of his name almost as a curse. And when he looked up what junior means, it means set apart from. And he was like, Mm. okay, Lord, so you have spoken this prophetic piece over my life simply by my name to be set apart from and not that everything was bad in the family, but there was just really hard things. And so he was so encouraged by the opportunity Mm -hmm. and the invitation from the Lord to be like, okay, how, how do you want to be set apart Mm -hmm. from your family and to create a new legacy for your, your new family, you know, like our now family. So anyways, Mm -hmm. that's really sweet. I'm so thankful you shared that. Beautiful. I mean, there's, there's an intentional, you get a choice in that. Yes. And that was something really big. I feel like I need those little choices all throughout my day. Right. Like just to take a deep breath. Yes. <laughs> redirect. Yeah, that's right. I love Clayton's story the other day about the kids in the car and they were like, okay, we need to invite mm. the Holy Spirit back into right. the van. And like, oh, we just used that this morning in yeah. our van. I'm like, right. okay, take a deep breath. We need to invite the Holy Spirit yes. back. And in those moments we get to choose. And thankfully we get some help from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, to- come on. That's right. (laughs) To catch our breath and make a good choice going forward. (laughs) For sure. Okay. So you guys are really mindful of how you engage with different things. Like 
your kids aren't on their iPads all day, you know, all those different parts. Mm. How are you mindful of faith? And then you've talked a little bit about the family part, but family and then having fun together. So you talked a little bit about that too, but especially when it comes to summer where it feels like there's just so much open time, how do you mindfully do this together with your family? Very good question. <laughs> there, yeah, there's a couple of things that come to mind. So part of this is I married up is how you how you can do that well. <laughs> um, Jamie is unbelievable at as as a mom. Like, yeah, um, I, I love our home. We have a beautiful home. Jamie, it's just I love our space. Hmm. And Jamie does with that, even with this, this home that we love, like if the kids want to go out and play in a mud puddle, yeah. like it's raised, it's been pouring rain here this last week. The kids have been, there's been multiple um, washing machines, lo- loads of uh, clothes <laughs> yeah. that have gone through because Jamie lets the kids do that. That's, that's not cool. always easy. Cause that's an inconvenience right. to us. A, a quote, I'm a air quote, inconvenience right, to us right, as right. parents. We have more laundry to do. We got to take another bath, a you know, fourth bath today or, or whatever the <laughs> <Literally>. case is. <laughs> And Jamie, a lot of this falls on Jamie. Jamie is, is able to stay home uh, with our, our kids. And, and that, that is, a, I call it a, a burden for her, but she recognizes in that just the good God-given things. And that cool. I just love. When I, when I come home and see that, we were, I was, uh, we were riding horses the other night, and the kids were playing in the arena and just filthy, dirty of sand and horses. And, but yet we get to do that often. And it's, that, that's a huge bus. I love to see that. That's cool. Um, yeah, so that, yeah, that, that's one thing that comes to mind. The other piece you mentioned about, you know, f- what's it look like to incorporate faith, especially in the summer seasons. Right. One thing that I think, especially as we enter kind of maybe a, a busier season of life, a mm-hmm. different season of life is I want to, and Jamie talks a lot about this with, um, with her friends and things like that. And she's, yeah, she does a great job of how do we build margin into our lives specific to parenting our children so that when I am getting ready to put the kids to bed and they ask a hard question or they ask one of these, generally those questions don't come when you're all um, sitting around on a Sunday afternoon, you have two hours to discuss it. We're, we're in a car ride on the way home the other night and in, in a conversation gets brought up about how God created um, us as men and women, what that looks like, the good God-given things in men and good God-given mm-hmm. things in women and what that looks like. And so we had a conversation about that right. on the way home with our, with our eight-year-old and our six-year-old. And, and so to be able to build margin to where I am not so exhausted at the end of the day, I just can't wait to get the kids to bed. So right. that Because there are nights that I feel like that, right. right? And so how do I build margin in so that I have those opportunities? So when those things come up, I can be in tune with the Holy Spirit enough to be able to speak truth into yeah. that. And have um, have enough left in my tank to be able to do that. So how do I build build my my life around that? Wow. I I do think um, yeah a, a piece that plays into that um, as we talk about our mentors. One of the I would say the most common theme that we hear as we talk to parents who are in um, further along seasons than we are is they say just just soak up every minute, just goes yeah. so fast. That would be the I would say the most common mm-hmm. theme that we hear. It just mm-hmm. goes so fast. And I do think, however imperfectly we've done that, we've tried to be really mindful of every stage along the way. Mm-hmm. And if I even backed it up, maybe some people are listening today that maybe don't have kids mm-hmm. or that maybe aren't mm-hmm. even married, but maybe yeah. hope to hope to be someday. Right, right. And so that has been our experience so far as we would hear, we would hear people, let's say we were dating and we'd hear people say, 
oh, you're engaged? Well, just try to get through wedding planning or just try to get through yes. your, mar- your your wedding day or just try to get through the first year or, okay, oh, you're going to have kids? Well, just get through diapers. Just get yep. through the sleepless nights. Like, no, that is not. As I talk to parents who I really respect and their theme is cherish every minute of it, I want to soak up those times. Yeah. And we have been blessed that our story has just been every season has been more and more fun than the last, which is just a huge um, blessing for us. But yet there's an intentionality piece of that too. So when the, when the kiddos are up in the middle of the night and we get to go upstairs and, and help them, like I really try to be very mindful. Like there's going to be a, a number of years from now, I'm going to look back and, and just wish that I could just hold right. Anna in my arms again. Right. Um, so, so that, yeah, that it's just, it's, it's so fun to be able to be in a season where you can try to cherish every yeah, minute that's like right. that. That's beautiful, Tyler. Thank you. And I would say it's to cherish those times. You know, this is something I prayed for for a long, long time. You know, I was 29 when I met Tyler and 31 when we got married, 32 when I had Grayson. And so for me, it is the fulfillment of a really long season of prayer waiting. And I mean, the Lord just exceeded all of my expectations. And I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. to get to be in this role and to get to know my children. And so as we're intentional about how do we pull faith into it? What does it look like? You know, our family, we try to be, I'm kind of organized, detailed, like to have structure and control. And then you become a parent and you find out, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's real. Don't get to have all the control you desire. And so we have these great ideas of what it, what it should look like and like family devotions and family prayer time. And we've kind of had to relax. I've had to relax what that might look like. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just between eight and three year old. There's not a good family devotion that that has worked really well for our family. So to just get more specific, we do things more one on one with each of yep. the kids in the morning. Our gravel road on the way to school. That is our prayer time. And if somebody's crabby, then somebody else prays. And it's just a good time for us to pray there. But then when we want to be with each of the kids, you know, so like Grayson, who's eight, we've gone through the Chronicles of Narnia. Cool. So I read, I would read a book and then try to stay ahead of him. And then we could talk about it. Wow. And there were so many faith things that we Mm -hmm. got to talk about in there that I couldn't believe a second grader could understand. And just, that was a really cool connection. Yeah. And so then for Mother's Day, I got a a, a bookmark that he made for me with Aslan on it. And that was, that was just fun, you know? So I found what fit for him. Yeah. And then for Benson, he's so desperate to learn how to read. He's in right. pre-kindergarten and, you know, is just starting to get the basic words, but he sees Grayson plowing through books. And so we got him a Bible that is a storybook Bible and he wants to read the whole Bible. Okay. And so every night he's so eager to read more stories. He yes. wants to just go cover to cover and read the whole book. Cool. And so that's our opportunity with him to yes. bring faith into his summer Yes. and spend that special right. one-on-one right. time with him. And then Anna Lynn, you know, it's fun to remember things that we learned from that parenting Bible study that we talked about with Uncle right. Carl. One of the things was, is it's not weird to talk about God all yeah. the time. Yep. And that really stuck with me. And so now whenever we're driving and she sees something like, oh, there's some horses. It's like, yeah, who made the horses? Right. And you just can bring it all back to how God was right. involved in it. And that's, yes. that's where she's at at three years old. Right. And it's a really good reminder for me. And the boys have fun with it, too, helping yes. her to see things. That's cool. So as far as how we bring faith into yep. the summer... 
it's some individual things right now and still some family things too. Um, but just some of the specifics is kind of one-on-one with the kids. And another thing that comes to mind too is, um, yeah, to Jamie's point, there's so many opportunities to, to pull God in to, okay, wow, look at how God created this or yeah. that. But then to me, there's a couple other aspects that maybe even go, go deeper to, to add on to that. One thing that we tell the kids a lot because it's, we, we, tr- because it's true, we, we just love how God made them. Mm-hmm. So I think to be speaking truth into yeah. them to bless about, them. we just love, yeah, to bless yeah. them. Absolutely. Yeah. We just love how God made you. And it's so neat to see how God made them all differently. Mm-hmm. As we look at the summer and just the faith piece, one thing that the, especially the boys and, and Anna's just on the verge of it, but the boys for sure. One thing that we're learning is the importance of our theme at our house is mom and dad will always tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. And so that has led to some great conversations around mom and dad. What does this word mean? Or I heard this word today, right. or what is this about? Or what is, what is this or that? Or how does this work? And so just some awesome conversation that we've been able to have with them um, early on. Mm-hmm. And what we have found as Grayson and Benson entered school, we're like, there, there's a number of things that we want them to hear from us. We yes. want to speak truth over them yep. because what we have found there's one example of, of Benson. Um, he at, at school, he came home. Was it a, le- a leprechaun? leprechaun? I it believe St. Patrick's Day. So St. Patrick's Day, he was convinced because he had an adult tell him he was convinced that leprechauns were real <laughs> right. because uh, he, he was told that a leprechaun came in the room because up to that point, everything that we had told him, like mom and dad will always tell right. you the truth. The assumption was made on his part that every other adult will too. And not that, not that oh, anyone was lying yeah. to them. They were just right. having fun, but he was convinced that this was real. Right. That one took a long time to get get head up and explain through. And it was just a good reminder for us as there's a lot of very important things that we want our kids to be in in the world, not of the world, but in the world. Because what better way to love people and advance the kingdom by being in the world? If we look at what Jesus did, he lived in the world, but he was not of this world. And so as we speak truth to our children... It's very really important to us that as much as we can, we are the, the ones that can speak truth over them before they enter into situations. Yeah, right. So they may get into a situation where they don't know what, or they hear something different or something maybe different than what we would believe. They've already heard from mom yes. and dad, this is God's intention. This is what's real and this is what's true. Yeah. So I think that the summertime and to Jamie's point, the opportunities that we have in front of us to get that one-on-one time, those uh, conversations to for us as parents to drive into some even uncomfortable conversations, especially for our kids or for us even to push into that so we can speak truth and have those opportunities to speak truth into them, especially as far as the faith goes this summer. It's a great opportunity to do that for sure. It's so interesting listening to the two of you because a little bit in my spirit, what I'm feeling is summer is a little bit of a detox time, you know, Mm -hmm. like, so our kids are in the world, not of the world. So a little bit, the Lord gives us this greenhouse moment with our kids Mm -hmm. to help bring things back to like, this is who you are. This is what this is about, where when there's so many other voices because of school, because of sports, whatever it may be, sometimes our own voices can be drowned out. So mm-hmm. I had never thought about that until listening to you too. I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. summer's really a greenhouse mm-hmm. for my kids. Like, I like that. And so how do mm-hmm. I, with the best gardener as the gardener, learn from him how to tend to mm-hmm. my little flowers mm-hmm. <laughs> my yeah. little girl flowers yeah yeah that's yeah. really i had never thought about that mm-hmm. i also love how you guys really speak into the uniquenesses of your all three of your kids instead of being like this is what we do as a family 
because this is really what mom and dad like to do, you know, Mm -hmm. but you really look at their uniquenesses and go towards them. And I just feel like, man, the father would like God, the father would totally do that. He goes towards you instead Mm -hmm. of being like, here, why don't you come conform to me? Mm -hmm. You know? And so I just think way to be Jesus to your kids. Come on. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well done. Well done. I know, I know you guys aren't perfect. So please, That's right. I, That's right. I, I and they have said that too. So please know guys, we know that the Schiffrels are not perfect Aww. people, but I'm so thankful we get to learn from you today. I'm learning a lot listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Finally, you have shared about the faith, family, and fun. Would you say part of this was your growing up? Like it, it feels so purposeful. Like you guys aren't haphazardly, you know, like happenstance, like this sounds like a great idea. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen sometimes because that might happen. But what makes you mindful and purposeful in how you are parenting in culture today? I think there's, yeah, there is a piece that is our upbringing. So as I look at Jamie's family and my family, both very um, involved families, but different. So, you know, sports was a big thing for for the Meyer family, and, and that was really supported well. And not always easy to do as they farmed and, they, and then the travel was there. As I look at my family, we grew up on a ranch in Nebraska. Right. And so, um, the, the theme that dad would always say, like, I, I'm the, the oldest son, the second of, of four kids, but the oldest son and dad would always call it adventures with dad. So on wow. the ranch, like my, one of my earliest memories is on a, a bucket seat, regular cab truck and just laying on my dad's lap on the seat of the truck, going to wherever we had to go for the ranch. Yeah. And as, as a kid, that was just awesome. Like I looked up to my dad, like I, and, and, and we just, we spent so much time together and I know it slowed him down. Like as a, as a full, oh, he, he worked full time, he ranched, he cowboyed, like all these things, he was slowed down by me. Hmm. But the time that he invested in me, um, as a kid, that meant a lot. But then now to be a dad of, of boys and a little girl that are the same age that I can remember right. the kids now are doing things with me that I remember dad doing with wow. me when I was a kid. Um, yeah, just it, I, obviously that's that's a it's a huge thing to me that I'm just very, very grateful for. Mm. And so, yeah, I think a, a piece of us, uh, however imperfectly we do it, to your point, mm-hmm. um, the intentionality that we have some a lot of that is is our up. I'll bring and then just God's grace. Yeah, like, come on. Um, yeah, our parents were not perfect. We're uh, clearly not perfect, but God's grace is just awesome in that. Um, and so that, yeah, how we can raise kids in, in spite of our imperfections. Mm. That's cool. Thank you, Tyler, for sharing that. Mm. I love the image because the image of you laying on your dad's lap and you are saying now, I'm sure that slowed him down, but he probably never said that to you. You know, no. like, yeah, and absolutely. So, but for you as a dad now to be like, I know that's probably what was happening, but you felt so empowered and like mm-hmm. loved in that moment mm-hmm. and a part of the team, you yeah. know, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. How about for you, Jamie? Yeah, I think my intentionality comes from, again, this is a fulfillment of a long yeah. prayer. And yeah, it's, that's right. it's such a privilege, such a responsibility and back to that that book, it really that was hugely impactful. So wow. I definitely recommend it. The Fourteen Gospel Principles of Parenting by Paul David Tripp. It just talked about how we interact with our children, especially our young children. That's their that's their view of God. Wow. 
And so like Tyler said, we were kind of convicted of, oh man, the things that I'm really hard on my kids, especially on my oldest son, Gray, are the things that I'm being worked on. Mm. And so then in the middle of the night, let's say Anna wakes up and I'm like, okay, she needs something like, oh, like how often do I go to God and I need the same thing over and over again. So I go upstairs and I want to, I want to be kind. I want to be there for her. Or if the, you know, the boys just over and over asking me the same thing, I'm like, that is exactly what I do to God. And how does he respond to me? With love, with consistency. Yeah. And there's there's rules and there's guidelines and there's consequences too, but they should know that what I'm doing is motivated mm-hmm. out of love. Yeah. So, so yeah, fun. my motivation is just to be intentional to represent the kingdom well and to mm-hmm. have them be ambassadors because already they are. Yeah. You know, they they are already carrying the kingdom forward. Come on, they're kingdom warriors. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That is good. Thank you for giving us a glimpse into your family today. It has been such an honor. I'm not joking. I'm walking away with, okay, Lord, so not only like is this a greenhouse time for my kids. Love that. I feel in my spirit right now, I feel this like it's a greenhouse time for your whole family, summer is, because it's just so different. It's such a unique time period. So thank you for that. Thank you for also speaking into like, we've said this a few different times in the podcast with different topics, but really our voice is the defining voice. Like if Mm. we don't, if we're not the first people speaking into it, there are so many other voices that want to speak into things. And then the other thing I'm learning from it is how do I look at my girls and their uniqueness and bless them in that and how they encounter God instead of being like, mom and dad encounter God this way. Let's all do that instead. So thank you for teaching me how to celebrate my kids too. I really appreciate that. I love your visual of the greenhouse. Hmm. One of the things that we do before the kids go to school is to select a word for them for their year. And Grayson, two years in a row, has felt that his word is roots. Okay. And so I also see summer as a time where we're very intentional about their roots going deep. Yeah. So that as they thrive in the greenhouse and they understand how to relate to the others, all the different colors in the greenhouse and all the beauty and diversity that they have really deep roots, that our role Hmm. is to help them to be grounded. Wow. That's beautiful. I like your analogy. No, that was good. I love what you just sh- shared. I'm trying to hold back tears, actually. So, <laughs> anyway, so I think that's really beautiful. Yeah, I mean, just what a unique privilege yeah, have it is. to get to, yeah, help them get deep roots. Come on, to be entrusted with little people that mm-hmm. are image bearers of the king. Absolutely. It's incredible. Yeah. All right, friends, will you bless us? Yeah, we'd be happy to do a blessing. I'll, Thank you. I'll pray for the moms and for women who influence. So Lord Jesus, right now I just want to say thank you for this time, this time to pause and to be mindful of our Mm -hmm. summers. So Lord, we invite you to guide our thoughts and our actions. Mm -hmm. And I pray especially for moms, for cousins, for aunts, for grandmas who are involved. Lord, I pray that you would guide Mm -hmm. as we plan And that you would give us the flexibility and grace to roll with the summer. Yeah. Lord, that you would help us to know each each child that we get to interact with and invite us into ways that we can speak life to them, that we can help them to grow deeper roots into you Mm -hmm. and to what you're calling them into. Mm -hmm. And Lord, in moments where we just need a deep breath, remind us that we can take a pause. Mm Mm-hmm. That we can breathe deeply and invite the Holy Spirit in. 
So Lord, thank you that you're with us in our days. Thank you that you're with us in our scheduling. Mm -hmm. And I pray blessings over everyone who's listening. Thank you for the ways that you'll meet them and their desires Mm -hmm. to have faith, family, and fun with their children and with the kids that they get to be with this summer. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus, I just want to speak blessing over the the father the dads and the father figures lord mm-hmm. to to little boys and girls everywhere lord i just pray blessing for for dads maybe that didn't even have a don't have a story that they want to repeat maybe they um come from a background lord that is not what they want to carry on in their families lord just in jesus name i just pray those things out if there are things in our family stories like we all have that are not of you mm-hmm. we pray those out lord and we just pray that you would place in our hearts lord in those spots you would place place your goodness that's right your fatherly love lord and I just pray that as as dads, as influencers, um, that other men and women are over our kids, Lord, we just pray blessing over those listening today, Lord, mm-hmm. that we can recognize where you are leading, where your spirit is leading to help love you and love others well. Mm-hmm. So I just pray a blessing on the summer ahead of us, Lord. Pray a blessing on families and friends, Lord, as we gather, as we spend time together, as we invest in each other, Lord, and as we ultimately grow in you. Mm-hmm. Pray that you'd bless that time, Lord. We praise mm-hmm. you for this time today. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Friends, thanks so much for joining us. Tyler and Jamie, thank you. What an honor to have you be a part of the T3 Family Podcast today. It really has been such a joy. But we are excited for the summer. And please, we would love to see you here at church sometime soon. So we hope you have a great summer. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. We hope it's been a blessing for you and your family. 